Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast, formerly known as Red Carpet Rendezvous. I still call it that. Um, I don't care what you call it at this point, but I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. Now, guys, I have a super special episode for you today. I have my friend, comedian Mario Bosco, and I, if you don't know him, I just think you should. So, Mario, hello. How are hello, you today? sweetheart. <laughs> How's it going? It's always beautifully pleasant to see you. Yes, right? Okay, so, okay, Mario has a very interesting story. He is not your typical comedian. Um, when I first met Mario, I was so impressed with him um, and just everything that he has dealt with in his whole life. And the fact that he still puts himself out there, he works, he makes his own money. He's just the shit. Now, um, just to start, from the, no, you are, honestly, you are an inspiration to, to so shit, many people. But, you know. you're, you're a little shit. Okay, awesome. Um <laughs> Well, if you guys want to Google Mario, he is small, so he really is being literal. But no, but seriously, I want you um, just to start and just and just tell me about yourself and about when you were born and just what you were born with. So I was born with a rare disease that hardly ever happens where um, a doctor, after my mom's water broke, a doctor gave my mom cold medicine. Hmm. Okay, so now the cold medicine... Once your water breaks, your baby needs to come out within a certain amount of time. Yeah, you could risk infection. Infection, or you get a C-section and a baby could. The pill they gave her, she swallowed. Went down her throat, went down somehow down to her stomach. But there's a baby in the stomach. Mm -hmm. And guess what? The baby's wide awake and the tube connected. It burned my pituitary gland. Okay. See, I actually didn't. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Wow. Seriously? Yeah. So I, a cold a cold medicine pill burned your pituitary 1973. gland? 1973. Today oh. you would say, if you had a cold, the doctor would say, okay, we will give you some kind of a, a Tylenol. Back then, they didn't have Tylenol. Or you just deal with it. I mean, you're pregnant. You just deal with it, right? You you're just like, it. yeah, you know, whatever. People deal with it, but I yeah. guess then they weren't that knowledge, and they gave her like an aspirin. Aspirins you don't give to a person when they're pregnant. or right. It's like saying, hey, you're pregnant. Here's a bottle of alcohol. Have fun. Yeah, exactly. No. You know, you're risking that other person that's in you. So did they come to this conclusion after the fact? Yeah. After testing or whatever? Oh, my gosh. They came to the conclusion when I was born. um, They came to the conclusion because I wasn't. Uh, I don't want to sound perverted, but I wasn't sucking the milk out of my mom. That's breast. not perverted. That's like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> breastfeeding's not perverted. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. So you weren't latching. Well, That's the proper term. Twenty-one. That's very true. We are okay. So you weren't latching. I wasn't latching. My daughter didn't latch either. That's not a big deal at first. So you're like, okay, you didn't latch. Fine. Yeah. So they said, well, you know what? Did I need to know? That? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, so, no. Yes, you did need to know that. So um. they, so they said, well, something's not right. So then they said, okay, he's fussy. Let's try a bottle. Okay. And when they realized within two days that I wasn't latching, mm-hmm. 
or attach it to the latching. Yeah, yeah, you weren't. Yes. Attach it to the latching <laughs> or sucking on the bottle. Yeah. They said, we need to find something out. And they realized I started turning blue and I was <gasps> convulting. And they said, holy moly, we got a big problem on our hands. And they only had incubators for small babies. And oh. I was a full-size baby, eight pounds, eight ounces. Oh, you were? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. regular birth. Yeah. And then just the baby things happen in life. Right. And, you know? And so that that just sort of, I guess, paved the road for just having a more difficult childhood, let's say. You are from Brooklyn, right? You are not. And, yes. you know, you're, I don't want to say you're old because you're not old, but you're like 48, right? So if you were born. Let's, Thank you. For telling sorry. Me. Okay, I'm 37. I'll, I'll tell everyone my age. I'm 37. I'm um, just no. to, to even the score. <laughs> no, but truly, I just, I feel comfortable talking to you about this stuff but um, because you're so open about it and you're so cool about it. But like if you were born today in 2021 or you were born, let's say, three years ago, I feel like I don't want to say you'd have an easier childhood because I think everybody's childhood makes them who they are. It made you stronger. It made you tougher to, you know, um, but I think that it would have been a lot easier this day and age. I don't I don't know if it would have been a lot easier because it's like as if you have a child with Down syndrome or mm-hmm. autism. Yeah. You still have to deal with life with the person, you know, with that child. So at that time, my parents had to deal with me, medically, mm-hmm. doctors, hospitalizations, feeding tubes. Right. So is it easier today? Maybe a, a little bit. But the problem was always on the table. Whether it was 1900s or 2021, a child... Right. No, yes, you're correct. I just think I meant for you it'd be easier. I don't think kids would be as stupid and mean and childish this day and age. I think kids at this day and age are like, okay, acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. Now with the woke culture, you know, you're taught to like not even make fun of anyone where you're from Brooklyn. You know, I don't think that back then those kids really got that memo. Am I right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. 1980s, you would say, see a kid and you would say, you know, the first time I came home from the hospital, I had a tube coming out of my nose and it was tapped to the side of my cheek. Yeah. And and I had a scoff, and I just come out of hospital. And How kid, old were you? Fourteen, maybe. Okay. And a kid pulled the scoff down and saw the tube in my nose, taped to the side of my cheek, and coming down wasn't connected to anything, but still, it was an embarrassment for me. Aww. So you know, yeah, today you know it's yeah. a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I first met you, you you know you were rubbing your eye. And I said, are you okay? I know. I, I can't get over it. And you're like, yeah, 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 it's fine. Like when I was a kid, a kid just threw a book at my yeah. eye and it broke my cornea or split yeah. my – I'm like, how can you say that so casually? I just – it uh, like to me, bullying is, is the worst thing that you oh, can 100%. do. It really isn't. And now they're they're taking it to the point I saw. Like some – they're passing some law in some state where bullies can go to jail. They can serve jail time because it's serious. People, you know, they really harm themselves over bullies. And, and I dread for, you know, the day that my kids come home and tell me someone bullied them because I fear for that bully. I'm going to kill them. Do you know so, how I'm many, just kidding. I'm just kidding, everybody. Do yeah. you know how many uh, kids kill themselves yearly? 
because of that, because they can't go home and tell their parents. Yes. And some of them get bullied at home. That's yeah. the worst. They get bullied at school. What are they, 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 you know, it's like it's like a ping pong table. I know. The kids bully them at school because of the clothes they're wearing. The parents bully them because they're not doing things at home that they expect at the level of they want. And then the third one is the teacher. Your homework's not right. Your homework was creased. And you get some of these teachers that are really, like, severe, strict teachers like I have. Yeah, and and you're you're like I'm in a crossfire between kids, teacher, parents, home. Yeah, and it's like where do I where do I yeah bang my ball? Yeah, in which corner? I know. As you know, and it's just crazy. Yeah. Well, so you you know, there's a lot of ways that you could have gone with this, right? Now, I mean, I I'm so just impressed with you. I saw your stand up. You're very funny. You you really do use what you got. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, right? You make fun of yourself. You do that whole thing. But you not only do stand up. You've been in films and you wrote a book. Yes. So you've you've done so much. And you tell me about the Bill Cosby thing when you got discovered by Bill Cosby. This is actually very funny. Uh, 1986, I had probably just came out of hospital. I was still being tube fed, and it was summertime, and I remember that a, a friend of mine had said, I bumped into a friend in the neighborhood. I'm like, what's the matter with you? Why do you have milkshake all over? She's like, oh, <laughs> I just bumped into Lisa Bonet from the Cosby Show, and I'm a big sitcom fan, and I'm like, really, where? And some reason, I didn't go that day, but I went the Wednesday after, and and because uh, the bright in my neighborhood, we had a big building that had letters of NBC, and I was like, "All right, I'll go check it out." And I went the first time. Sorry, they're not here. Second time, that third time, uh, the security guard. By now, we knew each other. Her name was Mary. <laughs> she said, "Oh my God!" She goes, "Hang tight," and she went and got Mr. Cosby. And I remember he was wearing a gray jogging suit. And he had a cigar and a, co- a glass with coffee and milk like you're drinking. Mm-hmm. And and I remember he put the cigar in his mouth and he shook my hand. And um, I was like, wow, this is the man I watch on TV. And, you know, I don't know if he said come back when you want or come back when you can or whatever. Yeah. Either way, I took it as an open invitation. And I showed up every single week, week after week. And nobody ever said, hey. What are you doing here? And Mr. Cosby always opened me with open arms. That's so nice. So you just got to hung out on the set of the Cosby show for a while? That's so funny. The Cosby show, Another World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I got to meet, like, all the celebrity guest spots. That, yeah. You know, that were there, the guest stars. Now, what was your first movie? Uh, my first movie was a movie called Mellow Shoes. Okay. It was a student film. It's like a, I think, like a 15-minute film, and... And I remember that it was called, this was way after I had asked Mr. Cosby to yeah. help me get into show business. Yeah. And like, you're, I'm asking the man that works with Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, you name the person. I'm hobbing and nobbing with it. <laughs> and I'm going, hey, I want to do what you do. That's a big, big, big from a man that's won awards and be trophied. And, yeah. and, and, and this is, and I'm just asking him like as if I was asking you, hey, can I have a sip of your water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just casual. Casual. You're like, I have nothing to lose at this point. I've dealt with so much bullshit. Like, what do I care? Right. And then I started doing like extra work in movies. I did a movie in Coney Island. Remember it? They dressed it up like 
winter and it was summertime and we got paid $50 and I was like, wow, that's my first $50 in this business. Yeah. And then it became SIG and then I started doing some real movies. You yeah. Know, real and you just finished shooting uh, Don Q, right? Yeah, I did some stuff in Don Q that's with cool. Amanda Sante, just a small scene. Um so excited. But uh, that's so cool. That's going to be like, that's a motion picture, a studio motion picture. Well, I've be... been in other studio motion pictures, Studio 54. Okay. I got to dance with Selma Hayek. I love that. And did a scene with Ryan Felipe. Oh my gosh, I'm going to go back and watch. I've seen that. I got to go back and watch now that I know you. Um, it's actually, on the, the actual sketch is on, the scene is on my Instagram page. Oh, it is? People, yeah. Oh, and Mario's Instagram is at Mario Bosco Comedy. Right? Yes. Thank I'm good. You. I know everything. You now, are the best. Yeah, I know. Wait, now, so you also, let's talk about your book really quick, too, because you wrote a book called From Hopeless to Hollywood, which yes. is also amazing because, like, I always talk about, I think I should write a book one day, but I'm you like, should. that's a lot of work. That's a lot it, of work. It, it's a lot of work and a lot of responsibility and a lot of uh, mind crossing. Yeah. You know, if you're writing a book about cooking and you're going to go through your recipes, you might have some sentimental feelings to holiday recipes or things you did on special days for special people. My book is about me. My book basically speaks. It's a space. It's spelled in black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, here it is. You know, this is what I was born with. I didn't keep secrets. I didn't hide. You know, yeah. Just there's no reason for it. I know, but and and that's what's so amazing about you is that, like I I always say, you can go either way with this stuff. You know, you can totally go and hide and feel sorry for yourself or you can do the extreme and make fun of yourself in, mil- in front of millions of people on television, on stage. And so, so which is what you're doing now. Absolutely. You are always in New York city, always on long Island at governors. You're always at Caroline's. Now, what do you have coming up for tours and shows? Where can we see you? Okay. So tours, uh, the Friars club, the, the hasn't came out January 19th. Okay. The Friars club, uh, going to be spectacular. I got like uh, Roberto Van Der Poel, who's a big headliner. Cool. He's going to close it. I also have uh, Sal the Voice Van- Va- Valentinetti who's going to yeah. stop by. Uh, he's going to kill me for botching his name. I actually, <laughs> I actually just returned from uh, Clinton Township, Detroit. We did a show Saturday night and Friday night we were in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, wow. And it's like, yeah. where would where in the name of Sam Hill, I'm going to say, because we're in Christmas time, <laughs> is it that I have this all in me? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, it's like where, you know, you would say 1980s, you would go, oh, he's such a little sick child, you know, he needs to be cared for. And it's like, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm playing Boston. I'm in California. I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah. And this year I got to do um, something really spectacular. Uh I got to roast uh, Jimmy Kimmel's cousin Sal at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club in Las Vegas. That's amazing. (sighs) (laughs) I saw your picture with Jimmy Kimmel. That's so great. Yeah, Jimmy's a good good friend. He's good people. Yeah, Uh, I like Jimmy because they're from Brooklyn. They're Italian, Italian American. Yeah, my friend's mom used to babysit for Jimmy Kimmel in Bay Ridge or something. Yeah, yeah, wow, (laughs) that was a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. I look at it. He's like so popular, and he's hosted Emmys and Oscars, and and it's like, and Mm -hmm. he said to me, "I want you to close the roast," and it was like, (gasps) oh, 
it's like saying, where do I give my honor speech to? Thank you. That's so sweet. And I was like, my, my reaction was, really? <laughs> you want me to do that? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, no, You know the consequences? You'll pay for it because don't worry about it. You got this. And it meant so much. And you much. had it. And only because a dear friend of mine, Jeff Ross, had gotten COVID right before that. Oh, and, really? And so it, did you fill in for him? I filled in for him, but I was still going to be on the roast, but yeah. I would not have closed, closed. it. I was actually just going to say, I just saw, uh, I was on Jeff Ross's Instagram and I saw you pop up on his story and you guys were always performing at Caroline's together. That's I think he's so funny. I, I think met, he's, yeah, he's great. I met Jeff Ross on Cosby, not oh. the Cosby show, Cosby, oh. the second, actually the third, uh, second sitcom or third sitcom for Bill Cosby, called okay. Cosby, and I got to meet Jeff Ross, and that's where we hit it off, and, and then the Friars Club, I mean. That's so fun. I mean, to perform at the Friars Club has to be an old time, like, wow. Yeah, that's like a pinch me moment, and you are going to have it January 19th, so we are going to pack that house full, we are going to laugh our butts off. Off. It's going to be a super fun night. Um, so if anyone is listening um, and wants to get a ticket, you can reach out to me on my Instagram. Um, you guys know what it is, uh, at Lauren underscore interviews, or you can email me at Lauren at magicshack.com. Um, I will hook up the tickets. There's not a site yet. I think they're getting through their next event. and then. Um, but I can reserve you tickets for for that for now. So wow. um, I know. I'm, I've got the in. You know, I said you do have the in. You have the in to a lot of I places. Do, like, I do. I'm like, this kid, call Lauren, she's got the end. That's so funny. I know. You know what's funny? People have been hitting me up more and more, but being like, hey, I got this event. Can you help me fill the room? And I'm like, I should make a business out of this. this yeah. Is like, I feel like I should. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. You'll be kicking ass, yeah. making like a lot of money. I, I really should. Gosh, I'm in the wrong industry. Um, No. But so are you... For for people that, you know, might be curious or whatever, because, you know, I'm curious sometimes. Do you date? Uh, Not really. I'm not gay. I'm, I have nothing against anybody's sexuality. Yeah. Uh, you like I, women. Yeah. I love women. I love women. I love all kinds of people. But it's just I don't feel like I'm the dating kind. That's You have to stop that. Cut the <laughs> shit. Are you kidding me? I know. Right? Dating me. Who's going to date me? What are they? Gonna- Somebody will date you. Everybody gets married. Are you kidding me? There's someone out there for everyone. I firmly believe in that. So cut that shit right now. I'm actually going to get mad that you talk like that. All right. All right. All right. I'm actually going to make you a dating profile oh, after I leave no. here. I'm going to be in the car being like, dude, if you don't... Seriously, stop, though. 2022 there's, dating profile. But literally, there's somebody out there for everyone. I believe so, that, too. I yeah. believe that, you know, there's love out there. If you have love to give, love is out there to give. Exactly. But, you know, I feel like I have to... F- get myself to the next level of my career i get that i mean i am rocking and rolling i have to say i don't know what i did right this year or what i stepped in yeah 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 2021 has been not only than a true blessing and i hope 2022 continues because i've been on such a roll yeah working uh that's so florida uh north carolina south carolina with mike marino you've been everywhere i've been everywhere mm-hmm. johnny cash mm-hmm. boston yeah. vegas la detroit uh, detroit just the detroit again and cleveland ohio and yeah it's like wow why me so many great performers why me why my talent well, out because there? you like i said you are special um i would say the only thing that i'm annoyed at you about is is you 
talking about yourself like that with dating. But I actually, if you're not dating because you're waiting to get your life in a better spot, right? I am. I actually get that. That I totally get and I totally respect that because I've talked to many people that are like that. But everything else, shut up. That doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) And I can talk to him like that, okay? Everyone just understand. (laughs) People are going to be like, this girl's like, whoa, shut up. Yeah, I know. (laughs) uh, Guys, Mario and I get like foot massages together and drink Bellinis. We're fine. I can tell him to shut up. This girl took me to a place (laughs) and I said, okay, what we're going to have? And I'm thinking I'm going to have a Coke and she's going to have a glass of wine. And she goes, she goes, I'll have a Bellini. And I was like, is that a dessert? (laughs) A Bellini. I'm going to give her Brooklyn with a Bellini. It's delicious. And and she says, she told her, you never had a Bellini? It's just as if I never had, like, chocolate before. It was like, wow. And it was so good. How good was was it? It was really good. I I enjoyed it. And then we went across the street in Little Italy on Hester Street to a foot massage. And we got one hour and a half. That was the best. Thank you, Laura. It actually was the best day. It was so nice. I could just relax and... Have a Bellini and get a foot. Let's do that again. That was really yeah, nice. Yeah, I, um, I say. After after Christmas, let's do that. We need a day like that. Need a day of Bellinis. Bellinis and foot massages. Doesn't that sound great? Like, who wouldn't want that? I'll show up in my tux and my bow tie. And oh, I'll yeah. T- and I'll tell you a joke and you'll be like, I'll have another Bellini. <laughs> And that's something about Mario that, oh, sorry, I almost ate this microphone that everyone should know, is that he is always dressed to the nines in, like, bow ties and suit jackets, and he's just adorable. Now, again, um, if you missed it before, you can find Mario on at Mario Bosco Comedy, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can look there and for Mario his shows. Mario Bosco Comedy website. Yes, MarioBoscoComedy.com as well. Now, is there anything else you want people to know? Live life, enjoy, and be so thankful and blessed. Because let me tell you something. We're living in a society and in a world where we used to do things so much fun. Mm. People used to come to comedy clubs and laugh at the smallest things. And now people get so offended over, there's no time. This is not, we don't have a ticket that has us here for a thousand years. We're only here as long as God wants us. Just keep Keep the faith in your heart and go on to each day thinking, you know what, tomorrow's a better day. I wake up thinking that today is a gift. I woke up today, today's this is the gift and today getting to do this beautiful podcast and getting to see Lauren and getting to getting to experience a little bit of life because Aww. you never know. I mean, I've traveled the world and I've seen so many things. I've seen uh, people of all kinds and all races. And if people are going to get offended, you know. Everyone over, gets offended by everything at this point. It's not worth it. It's just, you know, don't don't look at it that way. Don't, don't look at life in that experience. It's just enjoy. Enjoy the gift that we have for today. Because tomorrow's gift is not here yet. You know what I mean? That's true. That is true. Words of wisdom. Go he's, see g- comedy. Go he's s- not only a comedian, he's an inspirational speaker. So I mean, I don't 
don't know if it's about inspirational, but it's more <laughs> about, you know, I'm talking from the heart. I'm just telling people that, you know, chill out. Don't get offensive. You know, like, you know, yeah. uh, I did a holiday joke and people were like, oh, my God, you know, you do say these things. Guess what? It's in a fun way. We're all enjoying Oh, yeah. Life. People need to calm down about that stuff. That's you know, true. That's hard to be a comedian in this in this climate right now about with cancellation and, cancellation and all that stuff. And people not accepting things. What about the days of, of the, the real life that people were struggling? I mm. mean, I'm going back to the times of depressions. I'm going times of when we had real problems in this world. Mm-hmm. I mean, that we can't. But if you're not liking something, just turn it off. Agreed. Stop complaining. Stop turn complaining. it off. Stop complaining. Because today we're here, tomorrow we're gone. I mean, and I don't know why am I talking like that. I sound like... <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's let's wrap this up and before it gets way too dark. I know, uh, it's getting really dark. Yeah, you're getting real dark, but no, we love Can you. Can I ask um, you a question? You may. What are you doing for the holidays? Um, we haven't. I'm going to see my parents. Oh, nice. Yeah, in New Hampshire. Nice, in New Hampshire. Haven't you played there. New Hampshire, bring me out. I'll come perform there. But I, I oh, think, yeah, you should. You I should. think that nothing beats Christmas in New York. Nothing. And that's why I am going to see the Rockettes today with my children. Wow. So it's going to be great. Now, everyone, make sure you follow at Mario Bosco Comedy. You can reach out to me again if you want to see Mario at the Friars Club or check his website for other tour dates. Mario, thank you for joining me. Thank you. And remember, be blessed, be thankful, be grateful, because today is a gift. Today is a gift.